Welcome to the Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the WeedSmart Project Manager and Communications Lead. Each fortnight on Mondays, we interview a local expert from a different cropping region to provide you with a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Regional Update. In this Regional Update, we're going to the Western region and we're going to be chatting with nutrient agronomist Bernie Quaid, who is based in Walcatcham in Western Australia. He joins me now. How are you going, Bernie? Good, thanks, Jess. How are you? Really good. Great to have you on. Now, firstly, can you just tell us a bit about Wild Catchem, where you're based and the kind of crops that are grown there? Yeah, Wild Catchem is in the central wheat belt of Western Australia and it's fairly typical of the wheat belt. Uh, wheat's the main crop and then canola and barley and lupins, not many oats, but yeah, that's the predominant crops. And what kind of weed issues do you have in your region? Immediately around here, we haven't had a lot of summer rain. We've only had 10 mils really for November. So nothing has really germinated in the stubble paddocks or the stuff that's in crop at the moment. Fallow and spray top pastures, uh, there is germination of summer weeds in those paddocks and some have already been addressed and some are yet to be addressed. Yeah, right. Okay. And so, and how's harvest going at the moment in your region? Yeah, harvest is, it's been slow, like a lot of areas to get going. We've got a really good run of weather now and they've been able to get into it and get a decent area off now. I guess there's no generalisations that we can really make for harvest in the central wheat belt. Um, a lot of people have been asking me how things are going and, yeah, look, most people are finding more than they expected after the frost events, the main ones being sort of 3rd and 4th of September. However, some aren't, so some are finding as much damage as they expected, if not more. But as a whole, yeah, most people are probably finding a bit more there's still a long way to go with harvest and a lot of people have left uh, their most frost-affected paddocks until later on uh, where possible. So, you know, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge until we um, work out where we're going to finish yield-wise, really. Yeah. Yeah, hard to put a yeah hard to put any figures around it. Yeah, that makes sense, uh, Bernie. And so, thinking about weed control for next year over the summer period, what would your tips be for growers in your region? It's actually not going to change too much. So obviously we've got some external factors like high herbicide costs and potential reduction in supply. There's a reason we use the uh, chemistry we use on our summer weeds. And so I don't think there's going to be any massive changes, generally speaking, to the way we're going to spray our weeds. There's probably an appetite to get stuck into them earlier. So we can use potentially lower rates which I think is a fantastic thing, getting into the weeds early. There are some weeds that have already germinated, things like windmill grass or fleabane, where they really do need to be controlled early, otherwise they become really difficult to control. So, yeah, trying to avoid high rates of knockdown herbicides is going to be, I think, top of everyone's mind this summer. Yeah, that makes sense. And looking further forward, is there any other tips that you would uh, give, you know, to growers in terms of thinking about their planning for next year as this is the last Western Region update for the year? Is there any planning tips you'd give people? Probably just uh, a comment around this harvest. There's been some really encouraging results by people that are investing in or making capital investments in soil amelioration to the point where those yield results are spurring those farmers on to continue with that program, whether that's ripping for compaction or liming for pH issues, not only the topsoil but also the subsoil. There's been some really good results, particularly in canola that's already obviously been finished 
and wrapped up. The yields have been brilliant and, yeah, people have been encouraged just to continue on with their work and investment into that, I guess, removing all the subsoil constraints, swing that limit yield and therefore profit on the farm. Yeah, that's really great to hear because it has been a little bit of a theme in the last six to nine months. Soil amelioration has been talked about quite a bit in uh, the Australian ag space and to hear that the adoption is really uh, lifted in your area, that's really cool. Do you think that there's any particular reason why that's sort of come to front of mind for people? Well, it's been happening for a while and I guess I guess there is limitations for areas getting done, you know, capital limitations, things like that. And um, I guess... People are just progressing through it and it takes time for some things to take effect, you know, to get into the subsoil, things like lime and things like that. So it's, it just takes time and they can see results filtering through now and they, um, yeah, it's spurring them on to just to continue on with it. Yeah, that's awesome. And so we have given a nice brief overview so far, but is there anything else that you'd like to uh, talk about before we wrap things up uh, yeah, for farmers to think about going forward? I guess further talking to the canola, I suppose, there's a lot of people talking about canola going into next year, given where the commodity prices are for canola. People, I guess, in the central wheat belt and northern wheat belt, there's a bit of a recipe, I guess, starting to develop to growing profitable canola. And not many people would argue that um, part of that recipe involves growing tough, tough hybrids, uh, planting them early, um, giving them plenty of nitrogen, and addressing any soil constraints that you've got. Um, and that seems to be, addressing those key areas seems to really help lift canola yields, you know, from an acceptable, I guess, acceptable level up to that next notch where there's really good profit being made. Yeah, great. Well, Bernie, it's been lovely to have you on the podcast. It's the first time we've had you on, so we really appreciate you coming on and having a chat with us. And, yeah, all the best for the rest of the year and hopefully the new year as well. Thank you so much for coming and having a chat. Thanks a lot, Jess. We'll catch you next time.